before Jesus, okay, just as an illustration, this was you, okay, and it was joy to the world. It was joy to the world. But if this is you and this is God, just imagine this for a minute. Okay, my hand is not God, but just imagine this illustration for a moment. This is you. It was joy to the world. Prior to you, and prior to you welcoming Jesus into your life, it was joy to the world. But once, once you invited him into your life as Lord and Savior, and you welcomed him into your life, and you gave your heart to Jesus, it became joy to your world. It became joy to your world. The Bible says, in him, we live and move and have our being. If you want to experience and you want to know true joy, you will never be able to experience it apart from Christ. You know, before I accepted Christ in my life, and I can say that for many of us, I was happy. And there were a lot of moments when I was happy. But happiness does not last. Because happiness depends on the circumstances. Happiness is mood based. But once I, went, once I invited Christ into my life. The Bible says in his presence there is fullness of joy. In his presence there is fullness of joy. What do I mean by fullness of joy? It means this. It means this, that no matter what you may go through in life, you can be sure of this one thing, that you are not alone. And the first thing I want us to say is, for those of you who want to experience joy to the fullest, joy to the full, you want to experience joy to your world, the first thing you need to do is remember His presence. Remember His presence. You need to know that his presence is with you at all times. His presence goes before you. His presence is around you. And His presence is behind you. The Bible says He is your real God. And we can know, we can know this for sure. And we can experience this for sure. Knowing that the Bible says, Jesus said, I am with you always. How is, that, how is, that, how is it that I can be joyful in every situation? You can be joyful in every situation because of the simple fact, knowing that He is with you always. Wherever you go, He is with you always. I'm not trying to paint a very rosy picture. That's not what I'm trying to do this afternoon. But what I want you to know is no matter how bad your situation may be, no matter how how difficult the challenge in front of you may be. You can be assured of this one thing. That as long as you know that his presence is with you. You can derive and draw out your strength. From the joy that comes from God. If you know that he is with you. How many of you, how many of you love it that when you are going through a difficult situation. You like to have someone by your side. I think I'm the only person, okay? Yeah? All of us, all of us like to have someone by our side. 
when we're going through a difficult situation because it gives us strength. It encourages us. It, 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 it encourages us. It, it, it gives us support. It gives us that hope. It makes us know and realize that we are not alone. How much more for the God of the universe. Your friends may leave your, your, friends may leave your side because at the end of the day, they have other things to do. But how much more for the God of the universe who will never leave your side? No matter how bad your situation may be, no, no matter how bad your pain, the pain that you might be going through, the pain that you might be experiencing, no matter how bad that pain might be, He's right there by your side. And what gives you from that situation, from that moment, what, what enables you to be joyful is knowing that if my God is for me, who can be against me? It's knowing that he is with me. And so if you want to really allow this joy to enter your world, you need to know that he's with you at all times. Remember his presence. The second thing is receive his promises. How many of you in the natural have promises made to you? Christmas is coming. I'm going to buy you something. Yeah, how many of you have those kind of promises made to you? Well, some of those promises could be broken. I'm sorry to burst, to burst the bubble. Some of those promises could be broken. But when God promises you something, his words don't fall to the ground. It accomplishes everything set out in its path. Amen. And he says, when he says, I'm with you always, it's not like, oh, Clinton's not looking. I'm just going to step out for a bit. No, 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 no. He is with you always. The Bible says he came to give life and life in all of its abundance. The source to that abundant life, John 10, 10, is on the inside of us, which simply means that you and I can experience the joy of having abundant life every single day. Every single day. Some of us may have walked out from God. We, may, we, we might have walked away from God. Our relationship may not be the same that it used to be. We've experienced what it's like to, to it, we've experienced what it's like to, to have a relationship with God. But somewhere along the line, something happened and something brought about a crack in that relationship and we walked away. You walked away, but God did not. But the Bible says, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. All you need to do to come back to that joy is to remember what it was like when you first invited Christ into your life. You know, without Christ, I was bound for hell. My life was in the guttermost. But after Christ came into my life, he turned it around completely. And today, no matter how difficult the situation may be, I know that I can still be joyful. Because the, 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 solution, to the, solution, the solution to that situation is not in my hands. 
But I have the person on the side of me who created me, who's the creator of heaven and earth, who's the creator of the universe, who's backing me up and who says, I've got this. I've got this. And there are multiple promises in the Bible. It's important for us to receive his promises. Remember his presence and receive his promises. There are a whole bunch of promises for you. If you walked away, God says, I love you with an everlasting love. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I have plans to prosper you, to give you hope and a future. I have, I, I'm going to look after you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to provide for you. I've got this. This season, it's very easy coming to the end of the year when we look back and we try to get negative about certain things. Let me say this. If, if you want to get negative, if, if negative, there's a lot to be negative about. There's a lot happening in the world to be negative about. But, but there's also a lot to thank God for. The very fact that we're sitting over here alive is a big thing to thank God for. We don't really know how many people did not have this privilege to get up to this day, to get up and experience this day. You know, it's sad, it's sad. We don't really know how many people did not, how many people around the world did not get a chance to see another day. The very fact that we're breathing and we're over here with friends and family, that in itself, is a big reason to thank God for. That in itself is a big thing to be joyful for. That God counted you and found you worthy to be alive for another day. And not just for you to be alive for another day. God wants to move joyfully through your life. God wants to fill your life with joy because that is joy to your world by you allowing Christ into your life, but it's not only joy to your world. God wants us to give that joy, to allow us, God wants us, He desires for us to allow that joy to be taken to other people's worlds as well. There are people all around you who are hurting, who are missing family during this season. You know, one of the most depressive times, it's true that one of the great times one of the most festive times, one of the most joyful times is the season of, is, is the month of December, is the month of Christmas, the festive season. But one of the most depressive times also is the month of December. Because a lot of people miss family. A lot of people are lonely. A lot of people look left and right and they're saying, I wish I had what that person has. I wish I had a better job. I wish I had a better car. It is... A depressive month you know it's stated it, I mean it, 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 it's a fact okay it's a fact mentioned by people but I believe that wherever God is there's light and there's no darkness wherever God is there's joy there can no be there can there cannot be sorrow and wherever God's people are we're more than able to change and transform the environment so it's not only joy to your world God desires for you to take joy to other people's world as well. In your workplace, the taxi driver, the person 
I speak into myself, okay, when I say these things. The person who cuts you, you know, cuts you and gets into your lane. It's joy to their world as well. You know? The person, I mean, whoever it could be, in, in the supermarket, in the grocery store, wherever you go, it's your responsibility to bring joy to their world as well. It's your responsibility. That's why Christ came into this world. So we need to remember his presence, receive his promises. The last thing that I want to say is release the power of the word. The Bible says life and death lie in the power of the tongue. Trust me. There is no situation that God cannot bring life into. There is no situation that cannot transform and change under the power of God. There's no situation when the word of God is spoken into, there's no situation that cannot change. It has to change because the word of God is power. The word of God is life. The word of God is living. How do you draw out your strength? How do you allow the joy of the Lord to become your strength? You can be in a miserable situation. God, I'm not going to allow this to get over me. I'm not, I'm not going to allow this to, to take over what I'm feeling right now. You said I'm the head and I'm not the tail. The enemy's place is under my foot. God, your word says that I'm going, to experience, I'm going to experience victory and breakthrough because that is my portion. Your word says that I'm above and not below. Your word says that I am more than a conqueror. Your word says I am more than able. What did David do? What did David do? He danced undignified. That's how David encouraged himself. And that's how he brought about joy. I will dance, I will sing to be mad for my king. Nothing, goes, nothing else is enduring this passion in my I will dance, I will sing to be mad for my king. And I'll become even... Some may say it's foolishness, but I'll become. Na, 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 na. <laughs> that may have been a Sunday school song. But David was not bothered about the people around him. He said nothing, absolutely nothing can get to me. Nothing can, nothing can take over. What I'm experiencing right now. Because my God is above all of this. And my God is more than able. So I'm going to dance and rejoice. Listen, let me tell you. It takes more muscles to frown than to smile. It takes more muscles to frown than to smile. You can walk around. You can walk around from the time you get up to the time you sleep. Trust me, by the end of the night you'll be sick. Okay? Or you can walk around with a smile. We heard from Dawn last week. Joy is con. Joy is contagious.
Joy is contagious. What you have on the inside of you is not joy coming from your physical being. The Bible says that who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. What you have on the inside of you is joy unending, joy unspeakable, joy to the fullest. And all you need to do is release it, release the power of the joy wherever you go. Wherever you go. Someone next to you might say, my mom is sick, I'm really... I'm really, I'm really, you know, it's been a very tough season. My mom is sick or, you know, in our house, it's not going, it's not going well. Do you walk away saying you deserve this? No. That's not who we're called to be. No, no, no. You're going through a difficult time? My God is more than able. My God says, he will, he promises to supply all my needs and take care of everything according to his power at work. Let me pray for you. Let me come alongside. I pray that your mom is going to be healed in Jesus' name. We are with you. You are not alone. You need anything, I'm here. We have the power of the word. We have joy on the inside of us. Today you're, playing, you're praying for an unsaved person in your family. And you may think that you've come to the end of it. Let me say this. It's not over till God says it's over. You continue doing what you need to do. And God will do the rest. But you don't stop. You don't stop. It's not over till God says it's over. I was, I don't really know how long my mom and dad prayed for me. To, to, to get to know God. I was... I, I, I don't know if, 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 if I may say this, but is, is, is my sister here? Oh, she's outside. I was probably the black sheep. I was probably the black sheep. I thought my parents were, they got into some cult or something. They were warped. But no, my mom just prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Didn't force anything onto me. Till I came to that place where I really knew my life is nothing without God. My life is nothing. It's a mess. But he took this message. And from the time he took, from, he took this mess. And from the time he was taking this mess, he turned it around. And through my life, the message. From a mess to a message. And all these years now, this is what I'm called to do. To share the message of God from the brokenness. From the mess. From the despair. From the disappointment. God, was, God allowed me to go through all of that only, thing, only to bring out something beautiful. Only to bring out something beautiful. And I want to say this in closing. In closing, we're going to have, you know, I mean, there's no, there's, no, there's no way to close a Christmas service without singing, right? There's no way to close a Christmas service. But uh, I, want to, I want to ask, you know, our worship team to come up. I just want to say this. Remember these three things, you know? You want to experience joy? You want to know what it's like for joy to come into your world? Just remember these three things. Remember his presence. Receive his promises. And release the power of the word. The Bible says the word has power. When you pray, pray the word. When you, when you speak, release and declare the word. Because the word not only has power... It's more than able to bring joy 
It's your situation. It's more than able to allow that joy to flow in you, to flow through your situation, through your life, and it's more than able to touch people in your environment. God came to bring joy to your world. Not just joy to the world, joy to your world. Joy to your world. And, uh, you know, so before I pray, if there's any person over here and it's not been, it's not been the season that you would, you would have desired for it to be, you really want that joy to come back in? You really want to know what it's like to, 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 to have that encounter with God. You know, to, to come back to that moment where I still remember. I still remember when I, gave my, when I gave my life to God like it was yesterday. I still remember like it was yesterday. You know, I still remember the day I got baptized like it was yesterday. May 23rd, 2001. I gave my life to God in 99. But May 23rd, 2001 was the day that I had this crazy, amazing encounter with God, this transformation. And from there to where I am today, it's just the goodness of God. But for those of you who want to come back to that moment, for those of you who are saying, I feel like I've lost my joy. I want the joy of God back in my life. All eyes closed, please. You know, I think this is a very important moment between you and God. All eyes closed. But if you are saying, God, I want to experience what I experienced way back with you. I want to come back to you. If you are saying, God, I want that joy. I want to experience the joy and I want that joy to fill my life. If there's been hurt that has taken place, maybe in church, Maybe elsewhere, maybe in your family. And you feel like that joy has been sucked out of you. I really believe that God wants to give you that joy back today. God wants to fill you with that joy. So if it's anyone, maybe some of the things I mentioned, some of the things that I may have not mentioned as well. But if you are saying, God, today, I want that joy. All eyes closed. Just lift up your hand wherever you are. All eyes closed. Great. I see those hands. Thank you. You can put those hands down. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for all these hands that went up. God, I pray, Lord, that... Lord, one of the most... sung songs at Christmas... is joy to the world. One of the words that Christmas is associated with... The most is joy. But today, God, I ask that you would fill these lives with that joy once again. That joy that was lost, that joy that might that joy that is missing, that joy that was taken away. Today, God, I ask for a fresh beginning, a brand new start, and that you would fill all of those who lifted up their hands 
I ask, Lord, that you would fill their lives with joy afresh. And I pray, Lord, that even as they receive this joy, this joy would transform their very being. No matter what they may go through, that this joy would just overpower all of that. And as they receive this joy, this joy would flow out from their lives as well and touch other people's lives around them. I pray, Lord, that today, joy would come to their world. Joy would come to their world, invade their life, and their life would never be the same again. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, for the rest of us, we know, God, that there's so much happening around the world right now. We also remember Bijoy and Priska, even as they've traveled, Bijoy, Priska, and Sharon, as they've traveled. Priska's brother-in-law passed away yesterday, early morning. And we know that it's not a joyful season for a lot of people around the world. But God, I pray that through this time, you would be their strength and their comfort. That your peace would surround them. And we know, God, that even as difficult as it may be, your joy is there to stay. Your joy is there to remain. Which is why, even in a difficult time, when Paul was in prison, he chose to say, rejoice, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. The Bible says that weeping may last for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And so God, I just pray, Lord, around the world, God, that you would bring things that need to be brought to an end to be brought to an end. That peace would be restored. That wars would be stopped. We know, Lord, that in the midst of everything, we don't have answers. But you have all the answers because you are God over this world. And your word says that you will work out all things for our good. And we trust in that. And God, I pray for every person, every family represented over here today. I just pray for your blessing to rest upon each and every person. I pray, Father God, that truly this would be a blessed, Christ-filled season. That truly, God, this would be one of the most joyful seasons thus far. One of the most joyful seasons thus far in this year. As we bring this year to a close. And I just declare every blessing, Lord, over every person. That wherever they go, your light would shine through them. Your joy would flow through them. And that they would be your brilliance on display. That you'd cause your face to shine on them. You'd turn your face towards them. And you'd give them your peace. We ask this, God. We ask that this truly would be a blessed Christmas. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen.